Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always, is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hello, Ellen. It's going quite well. <laughs> quite well. Not joining us, as always, is my brother, mom's son, Ryan, and his lovely wife, Kristen. Welcome, Ryan and Kristen. Thank Hello. You. It's, <laughs> it's, good, it's good to be back in the studio. <laughs> yeah. It's a very plush studio that we have here. Yeah. Yeah. We are recording in two different locations because mom wasn't feeling at her best. 100%. So yeah. we didn't want to be together. Yeah. But um, we are Zooming together, as, as the kids say. But fear not, because I will bring it 100%, even though... Even in your weakened state. <laughs> in my weakened state. <laughs> So today we are going to talk about Truth or Beard by Penny Reed, and later we are going to see how well Ryan and Kristen really know each other, which they did not know we were going to do. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) So, but first, Mom, Ryan, Kristen, what have you been reading and watching? Oh, what have I been reading? Oh, I finished that Widow of Rose House House by Diana Biller. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It was delightful. Yeah. He is like such a sweetheart of a hero. Sam is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ryan, Kristen, have you guys been reading anything besides um, I haven't really been reading much. I've been reading Truth or Beard, obviously. Yeah. I've been watching the trailer to the new Doom movie just over and over and over again on repeat. <laughs> right. True. And, and crying in your pillow. That and crying. Enjoyed. No, it's probably for the best. Uh-huh. But no, we, um, I don't know. What have we been watching? We started watching The Sopranos. Did you? I watched Paris Hilton's. Oh, we watched a little bit of that documentary. <laughs> That was pretty interesting. Um, we got, oh, we watched that um, American Murder. That was oh, really wow. uplifting. That was a sweet. How was that? Oh, it was, it was uh, actually really disturbing. Yeah, it was I'm very disturbing. I'm pretty familiar with that case. I like fell into a deep YouTube black hole. So I was like, maybe I don't need to watch that. Yeah. yeah. I was not familiar Me with neither. it. I wasn't at all. I never terrible. even heard of it. Yeah. Well, and at the end of it, I was like, I kind of just want to go because, I mean, his kids were like, our kids age so after that i was like i think i'm just gonna go up and hold my child for a long time yeah it was yeah. Yeah. what a freaking piece of garbage have we talked on mm-hmm. here at all Men, about right? watching the thing about the east area rapist uh i think so i don't remember doing that i don't that was really good yeah we watched the i'll be gone in the dark which was um mm-hmm. and it's it's an hbo show documentary and um yeah, it's interesting because it kind of takes place where we're all from. Yeah. So I was gonna, I was gonna ask if your, if your listeners know where we are located. Yeah, uh, yeah they like, know we're in NorCal. Yeah, roughly. Um, okay. This, well, this took place right where I lived when I was like right at the age when I was like 15 years old, and he was raping 15 year old girls. So yeah. I had that going for me. But the thing that was interesting though about that documentary is Patton Oswalt's wife and her partner. But yeah, that was that was really good and kind of eerie because you know she's driving around neighborhoods where I'm like, ugh, that's like yeah. right by us. It's yeah, like right where I work, weird. and yeah. so and then he was yeah, hot, but... like right near where we live, and it was like, ugh, yeah, gross. Anyway, we watched. He was a he was a hometown hero, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> watched one flew. Oh yeah, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. We want to start watching that ratchet show. But... Oh. oh. I've heard mixed what, on that. On one flow over the oh, on the ratchet show or yeah, 
One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is really good. It's yeah, really good. It was. It's kind of one of those movies that like it's like a classic, and I I knew it was good, but we just never got around to seeing it. The, but we um, both really book, enjoyed it. I read the book like a bazillion years ago, but it, the book was really good. Yeah. Um, Not yeah. Wow. It was a different time back then. Yeah. yeah. When they were just handing out lobotomies, and then. Um, and it was uh, it was also interesting. I mean, it was a different time even when the movie was filmed because they filmed the movie in uh, an actual like asylum, and yeah. um, and some of the extras in the background, I guess, were like patients in that yeah. hospital. Yeah. And that so, not and it's like today. that's like a made. It was obviously before like HIPAA was a yeah. thing. And, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, for my part, I have been. I read. Swing and a Mishap by Tara Sevick, which is the follow-up to Kiss My Putt, um, which I read earlier this summer. And this one is like, that one was golf-centric and this one is baseball-centric. And it was very cute. Um, pretty spicy, if that's, if you're looking for that. And then speaking of spicy, I read The Billionaire's Wake Up Call Girl by Anika Martin. I didn't write down her name, so I hope that's right. Um, it, the, and I should say, it's The Wake Up Call girl because it's not a it's wake not up call girl call girl it's wake up call girl it's not like it's not like wake up call girl and get out of my house <laughs> wake up carl girl she, wake calls up, him carl every girl. morning to good morning <laughs> she's a girl who calls him every morning she's so. just a call girl on the go and she's <laughs> <laughs> busy nine to five schedule um, <laughs> places to be billionaires to do <laughs> yeah. ellen says i can't read that one no mom cannot read that one it is filthy but it was really oh, good is it a, wow. oh, yeah is it like about is it about like uh mark zuckerberg's sex life oh, no gosh. um <laughs> it has a lot of phone sex in that. <laughs> it has a lot of phone sex in it which um i don't want to get into it but apparently is a thing for me so um <laughs> Ryan's making <laughs> Ryan and Kristen. <laughs> yeah. I've heard it all before. <laughs> you, could, you could probably make a killing if you started doing that, Ellen. Oh, there you go. There you that go. That could be what I do for a job. Yeah. Yeah. You could do it from home. Hello. And I, you could, I don't feel like, like my voice is seductive enough. It doesn't matter. You'd know stuff I'd to bet. say. That's true. I could just read scenes from romance novels. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You found your job. Like, uh, uh, yes. Is, is this the, the, the sex hotline? You're like, yes. Hold on one second. Page flip. Chapter two. Let's get into said, it. You know. It's never in chapter two, by the way, Ryan. Yeah. Right. Come on. Chapter 69. <laughs> chapter 69. Long book. That was a long book. The, the saga of the call girl. The saga. <laughs> Um, I was just realizing this is our like most people we've ever had on an episode. It's gonna get chaotic. I'm surprised we could all fit in the studio. <laughs> and there's a hat. Oh yeah, we got. Are you making got... fun of our studio? Yeah. Yeah, we've got four and a half people in here actually. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We should say Kristen is pregnant hey, with niece number two, and I'm so excited. Grandbaby number two. And yeah, mom's way excited. I feel like yeah. mom's the most excited of I am the most. all of us, including Ryan and Kristen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's. Um, also, when are you due, Kristen? Tell tell the good people. December thirteenth. Okay. Right before Christmas. Yep, little Christmas baby. We should also say yeah. that I think Ryan was inspired by this book because he grew a beard. Yeah. That's not okay. 
I started working. You had a beard before. Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> Thank you. Nope, 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 nope. I think it's this book. And I, I quit my job to become a mechanic. I haven't told Kristen yet. yet. <laughs> I actually, I hate cars, but you know, we're gonna... <laughs> we take our car in for like <laughs> an oil change. <laughs> I take it to Walmart for the, the pit stop oil change. And, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm going to become a mechanic. <laughs> um, and we should also say that this episode is coming out on Kristen's birthday. So yes. happy, happy birthday to look like Thank little Kristen. 30th dear. birthday. Oh, wow, so big one. Yeah. Yeah, fun. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into it, guys. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about Truth or Beard by Penny Reed. It is sort of the first book in her Winston Brothers series and was followed by six others. It has a lot of spin-off series in the Smarty Pants Romance catalog and the Green Valley series uh, with its first book about Jackson James is set to come out soonish. I think like maybe within the next year or so. Um, here is the back cover description for Truth or Beard. Beards, brothers, and bikers. Oh my! Identical twins, Bo and Dwayne Winston, might share the same devastatingly handsome face, but where Bo is outgoing and sociable, Dwayne is broody and reserved. This is why Jessica James, recent college graduate and perpetual level-headed good girl, has been in naive and unhealthy infatuation with Bo Winston for most of her life. His friendly smiles make her tongue-tied and weak-kneed, and she's never been able to move beyond her childhood crush, whereas Dwayne and Jessica have always been adversaries. She can't stand him, and she's pretty sure he can't stand the sight of her. But after a case of mistaken identity, Jessica finds herself in a massive confusion kerfuffle. Jessica James has spent her whole life paralyzed by the fantasy of Bo and her assumptions of Dwayne's disdain. Therefore, she's unprepared for the reality that is Dwayne's insatiable interest, as well as his hot hands and hot mouth and hotter looks. Not helping Jessica's muddled mind and good girl sensibilities, Dwayne seems to have gotten himself in trouble with the local, local biker gang, the Iron Order. Certainly, Bo's magical spell is broken, uh... Yet when Jessica finds herself drawn to the man who has always been her adversary, now more dangerous than ever, how much of her level head heart is she willing to risk? All right. Mom, Kristen, Ryan, what did you think of Truth or Beard? Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> I want to hear Kristen's opinion because I didn't actually read the book. So maybe I can like guess at what it was like after I listened to you guys talk about it for a while. Whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did too. Oh I didn't. I did. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Kristen, do you want to go first? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I liked it. I thought it was a cute story. Um, I liked it a lot better than the last one act like I read. it yep yeah i can't remember what it was called <laughs> <laughs> she loved that one um but no i thought it was a cute story i think um just with i guess just with romance books the one thing is just it's just everything's kind of predictable and so I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Yeah, it might be hard for us to, to not judge the whole genre when talking about this book. 
Yeah. And if, if we do that, I apologize, but I guess that's also kind of what we're doing. Cause we're not like frequently reading this book. So it's right. Yeah, but I, mean, I didn't okay, think right? it was like a fun read. And I thought the story was like their romance was really sweet. And yeah, I don't know. Okay, Brian. Okay. Well, so I think, um, so I mean, maybe this was overhyped for me. That's that's what we were afraid of that we, the only, so, and the only thing I have to compare it to is the the bromance book club. Mm -hmm. And um, because that was the last book I read. The problem is that with this one, I felt like, like Kristen said, it was very predictable. And I feel like I've, I mean, I don't even, I'm not even like a, um, you know, you know me, I'm not watching a lot of rom-coms and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but even I feel like I've seen this story before where it's the, the STEM major big city girl moves back town and to hometown and small town Tennessee and then falls in love with the blue collar worker and she can't resist kind of thing, you know, I don't know. Okay. So that was my thing. But also, I also feel like it was like, it was like you guys were saying, we've got this amazing ice cream flavor. You got to try this ice cream. Just wait, just wait till you see what it is. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is going to be great. And then it's like a bucket of dryers vanilla. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Uh... Yeah, I guess it's, it's not bad, but it's like, I've, I've had this before, but I'm glad you guys enjoy it. You guys can like vanilla. <laughs> okay. Are you going to ask me what I've Yeah, mom, about? go ahead. What do you think of this book? <laughs> I love this book, and Ryan and Kristen are dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. Yeah, so Kristen is there. less okay. dead to us. <laughs> Kristen, I'll let stay. Ryan is dead to me. I, my, my first note is, Ryan, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But again, it's like I said, like, I mean, maybe it's just, I'm just, I mean, this, this genre of books is just not my cup of tea. I think, yeah, I think that's how I feel. Cause I love watching rom-coms. I guess I just, I don't know, reading them. It's a little bit different. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, so I, I listen to a lot of interesting music and it would be like if somebody came to me and said, Hey, off, you know, what's a good metal band? And then I gave them a good metal band and then they came back and they're like, it's just a bunch of screaming. And then I go, yeah. well, maybe metal's not That's, for you. Ryan, that, I exactly wrote down that note. I was like, I think what it comes down to is like, I think back to a conversation that Ryan and I had, because Ryan's into this. Ryan doesn't like when I call it screamo, but. It's not screamo. <laughs> it's, there is a lot of screaming. People <laughs> screaming into microphones. Yes, and like, there is. you can't understand anything they're saying. And it's just like, rah, 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 rah. Like, that's all that's I hear scary. when I listen to it. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't like make me feel happy or anything like that. It's and I asked, to. and I was like, Ryan, what is it that you like about this? And you're like, I don't remember what you said, but, and I just was like, okay, well, there's, <laughs> that's your answer, I guess. <laughs> I yeah. will never understand it. Then this is what makes the world go round, you guys. Yeah. This is us all having differences. And, Difference of opinions. <laughs> and we can still love one another, even <laughs> though we disagree on something. Even, even though, though you're both wrong. You're both so lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I tried uh, to soften it up a bit. I'm trying to be as no, that, cordial your, as I can. Your analogy is good with like the vanilla ice cream. It's just not for you, even though I think it's more exciting than vanilla ice cream. I think like to not like, well, 
because I think her writing is just to me so utterly charming. Like I'm just charmed by yeah, her writing I, the whole time. I get that her writing as well. Yeah, I, I get that. I'm, but again, I'm coming from the the bromance book club thing, and I actually liked the writing, and I thought I thought that the writing was pretty similar style. I yeah. think, if I, from what I remember, the yeah, thing that I liked more, totally, a lot more, I would say about the bromance book club is that it had it was like, is it more relatable? It was more like like meta, like it was trying something different, or like I, what I think would be kind of new with the genre, where it was like playing on itself and it was interesting writing where it was bringing in like snippets of the books that he was reading while he it was like a cool I don't know you would call it like a mechanic or something like that for the for the storytelling whereas um I don't know like this one it was like I don't know I I, I, yeah the thing with romance is that um there are some that like reinvent the wheel and there's some that yeah like try to do different things but then there's also a lot that um just I mean you know like if someone were to write a book about your guys's like you guys meeting and falling in love we are so not uh, vanilla <laughs> we are totally Ben and Jerry's fish food all the way but <laughs> But, yeah, you know, it's like it's, a classic romance story. Kind yeah, of. it's, yeah. it's, um, except for our story's adorable. <laughs> but, you know, it's, there's a lot of romances because for romance readers, it's just about the journey of falling in love and we don't necessarily need something big to happen or, um, I mean, that definitely helps. And I don't even think you can say that about this book because I think you have like the Iron Wraiths and you have, you know, the internal conflict with them figuring out how they're going to work around her dreams and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then like her birth drama. Um, spoiler alert for future books as well. Dwayne also has birth drama because... Well, Dwayne and Bo. Because Dwayne and Bo. Because, <laughs> spoiler alert, their mom is not their mom. Oh. Um, so, let's just say these iron rights get around. <laughs> their their half-sister is actually Claire. Okay. Um. So, anyway, that's just, since you guys probably aren't going to read any more of the series. Um. You know. I wouldn't be opposed to reading another one. Well, um, you should read Beard Science because we love Beard Science so much. It's like my favorite. Um, is it the listen, second one? And you should listen it's to the third um, one. Grin and Beard It because that's where Chris Brinkley's at his best. <laughs> yeah. You guys have heard about Chris Brinkley, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, that's the Tennessee uh, sex, sex guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I bet he would love to be that known as Tennessee, Tennessee sex, sex guy. <laughs> worse than Tennessee sex boy. Tennessee sex boy? Voice. Voice. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. The, um, uh, but his Jethro voice is my very favorite. Yeah. And so Grin and Beard It is. That's the second book. Very cool. Um, so well, I got What's the. Um, so what's like the. Uh, like the point of these books? Like why do people read these like you were asking me about about listening to metal why do people what is it about this because they're sweet and here's the thing like they're sweet and i think she really does such a good job of like making the emotions feel like tangible and describing them in a way that um you like 
feel exactly like you know exactly what they're feeling kind of thing and yeah we get all I, like you I'm know not, i'm not hand- dogging on her writing by the way i don't okay i don't and, want anybody to um, think that i'm doing that at all i think she's I mean, actually really i think were she's, you saying like is it just like do people read these for the romance or for the sex yes is, do you guys read these to get off or is this for no no no, no, I don't. No, it's for the romance. I don't. It's, it's for the, for the, the It's for like the build up to the sex. Yeah, that's like what we like. Um, and but then, the, but why does the sex so so graphic? You think this one's graphic? This is graphic. <laughs> Bless you. Um, okay. Well, then that's the point. Thing. That's what I'm saying. So if you guys are in it for the romance, then because that was like the thing. That's the thing. These books is that they're like they're like these charming stories. With these like, <laughs> like really graphic sex scenes. <laughs> well, there's no way to s- describe a sex scene without it getting somewhat graphic. Well, you just don't have to describe it. Well, you I just don't kind of feel like hers are over the top. We have read books where it's like really sweet and then bam, there's a really raunchy sex scene in there. And you're like, this doesn't even fit with well, the tone of the book. Our thing with sex scenes is they're not necessary. And if they're not adding emotional depth to like the progression of their relationship and i think that hers do i think especially um you know like later ones further into their relationship there's like important milestones that happen there especially like the one in the cabin when they're um i mean that's their first sex scene and um they are like professing their love for one another and you know, she's still trying to get him to say he loves her. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, so there's a lot of emotion driving the sexing. There's a lot of other things going on besides just sex in that sexing. But okay. sometimes they just have sex scenes stuck in there and for just to have a sex scene in there. And those are the ones where we're like, yeah, this wasn't necessary. And it's just a waste <clears throat> of my time. The other mm-hmm. thing is that it's, it's a thing because you were asking like why we like to read them when we know they're predictable right and the thing Mm -hmm. is is every it's like a rule in romance that every romance has to end with a happily ever after so we all know going in and so i guess in that way it's kind of like a comfort thing like you know you can go in knowing that like i'm gonna like this because it's gonna especially like we're hearing from a lot of people right now that People, I mean, and they don't even want an angsty romance. They want a happy, funny romance. That's like what people want right now. And I've even seen things about how there's romances attracting a lot of new readers right now just because people want something that's kind of fun and frothy as opposed and to light with what the news. everything that's going on in the right. world. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, that's, that's happening a lot with like, like even like, um, like video games and stuff like that too. Yeah. Like, and I don't so, want it to like survive or kill anything. I just want to like walk around. <laughs> just yeah. leave me alone. So in the romance world, we kind of talk about books as what their trope is. And a trope is like a common, you know, thing that pops up in a lot of romance books. So we talk about right. enemies to lovers, or this one is kind of like a small town romance with some mistaken identity and some enemies to lovers as well. Lovers. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people will like, oh, it's enemies to lovers. I love those. Let's, let's do it. And, you know, you 
you kind of bookshop for a romance sometimes based on what tropes you like. I'm a sucker for a brother's best friend romance. I don't know why. It's not anything <laughs> that is from experience. Um, but I love those for whatever reason. What? And so if I so if I hear that there's a brother's best friend, I'm like, yep, I want to read it. Sign me up. Because I just tend to like those romances. I don't know why, but. And it's, we enjoy the journey and the whole thing, the flirting and the banter, you know, if they've got fun banter back and forth. And um, that's what we enjoy about reading romance. It's not. Well, cause you think about like mom and I with like bones, for example, or any of those shows that we've gotten super into because there's a romance like with bones, for example, we both kind of stopped watching after they got together because it's like, I don't care about this. Um, <laughs> but we we like the kind of flirty stuff that happens. Yeah, the chase. We like, and it gets us all, you know, hand ready yeah. and yeah. <laughs> excited. Um, yeah. And okay. so that's what we like. We like that right. element. Is that okay. more than you wanted to? No, that's out? fine. That's fine. <laughs> I was just, okay. I don't know. Because that, that, that was like... That's my gripe. And like, you know, this one, I, I'll be honest, I actually listened to this one. Oh, um, did you? I didn't know you did that. I did. Yeah. Like I listened to it at two and a half speed. How'd you like his voice? <laughs> oh, well, I listened to him at two and a half speed. So it was like, <laughs> as you walk into the room, I was like, he sounded sound like, like, an, like an auctioneer. Um, but, uh, yeah, two and a half, that's But he fast. did fine. He did like great. Like I do one and a half at fastest. Yeah. Yeah. I read it. Kristen read it. Yeah. Good job, Kristen. But um, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, no. So there was one um, scene in the beginning that I know it looks like a lot of your listeners really appreciate the first chapter. Yeah. Um, but I thought the first chapter made Dwayne look like kind of a dick, like slimy, because he kind of yeah. me tooed her, right? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say, well, would, he, would you say he me too? Yeah, I think, legally, I, I think legally he me too her. <laughs> well, and I think he stopped because he realized that it was wrong for him to go any further without yeah, really I knowing think, who I he think was. Yeah, I think, A, it got away from him, A. Um, and, you know, he says, like, I just wanted to kiss her. And, like, and, you know, that's, that's slightly questionable also so he's been in love with her for a long time and she's never kind of given him a chance because she's always kind of and he has known that she's got a thing for his brother so he you know for better or for worse uses that as his in i guess yeah. cool are you guys gonna um tell say are you guys gonna say that louis, louis ck is okay because he asked her permission before he masturbated in front of his friends <laughs> no no <laughs> I don't want to get What's into next? all of that. <laughs> I will agree it's slightly questionable, but it's fun rom com antics. I don't know. Yes. Nobody gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> she was into it. She, she was into it. Wearing, right? <laughs> uh, dressed up like sexy Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah. That's I will say I appreciated that she was dressed as Gandalf and not um, Dumbledore. I think that says something about um, yeah. 
Well, and there's and a I few Tolkien it. quotes in there, too. There is. And I, not only that, but she actually quoted Joe Abercrombie, which is even cooler. Yeah. And you guys don't even know who that is, so. No. There you go. Sorry. Does he design clothing? With his friend Fitch? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. It's the guy, yeah, it's right. It's the guy from, it's, yeah. it's Abercrombie and Fitch, you're right. <laughs> I think it's it uh, Okay, yeah. let's dive into my questions that I had. What did you guys think of Jessica as our heroine? Do you want me to go first? Sure. I love, go first. I love Jessica. <laughs> I love Jessica and I love um, how she unfolds. I love finding out that her mom and dad aren't her mom and dad and how that all comes to light and you know you guys got who her dad is right her real dad it's the repo, repo. or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and um I, I just think she was fun she was smart she was uh, she's feisty fun to read and you know she's still young and so there's some things where i'm like come on jessica like but I like her journey that she's able to like still live out her dreams that she's always had, but also realize that she wants to do it with someone besides her. Yeah, she does want to do it with someone besides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so like, I think a lot of the stuff that might possibly bug me about her, I can kind of chalk up to her still being, you know, young and like, but... Um, but no, I like Jessica a lot. I think she's fun. I like her realization that all these things, all this time she thought she hated Dwayne, she really didn't. She just enjoyed arguing, you know, they just enjoyed arguing with each other. And she knew so much about Dwayne and knew nothing about Bo. And yeah. I liked all of that realization that sometimes. Like she was actually better friends with Dwayne than she yeah, was. Yeah, your Bo. childish, you know, angst is you know, can grow into something nicer when you're older. Yeah. Ryan, Kristen, thoughts on Jessica? I'll let Kristen, Kristen goes first. Um, I, I really liked her as well. My only thing was I thought, you know, she seems like a pretty strong girl, strong woman. And then, mm-hmm. but then sometimes like, I, I don't know. I feel like she just let Dwayne kind of boss her around. But maybe that's because... She wanted to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she was into it. <laughs> yeah, she was into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked her too. I thought she was really cute. Yeah. And a fun character. Ryan? Yeah, she's fine. Um, I think it's, it's uh, yeah, strong woman. She stood up for herself. She, I mean, she did get bossed around i think that 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 she was kind of into that a little bit <laughs> um i just because like i said the first chapter just kind of i don't know i guess kind of put a bad taste in my mouth because i was like now you're gonna go for him after he did that to you and Ryan, he did fantastic things to her nipples did you miss i that know part? yeah i know and she was and she couldn't get his uncircumcised penis out of her mind <laughs> Well, that's circumcised. Not <laughs> oh, circumcised. circumcised. That's right. I got it yeah. Come on, Ryan. Get it right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're maybe the, the Winston brothers are held on to their Danish roots or something like that. <laughs> sure. 
it is circumcised. Okay, there it is. Well, she talked about that a lot, which was um, quirky, I guess you could say. I was going to say, it's it's a running joke. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's fine. Okay, what did we think of Dwayne as our hero? Anybody want to go first? Mom, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. You're never going to write a Winston that I don't love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, they're always so sweet and polite. They're just good guys, all of them, even, you know, when they've had things they've had to overcome, like Jethro. Um, They, and their mama brought them up right. Bethany. (laughs) by the way i don't know if you guys know this but there's another series by penny reed and there's like the fifth book in that series and it's about their sister because she lives in like chicago so that series about this knitting group in chicago and she's part of that and so that book about her kind of set up this series well her book in the knitting in the city Mm -hmm. series is her her coming coming home home for for her her mom's mom's funeral like for her mom's because her mom is sick and so does she, does she write non-romance novel books? Just curious. She has um well there is a series that she's well that she has and it's like what is called a cozy mystery and it's about Cletus and his wife or partner who stole the cookies from the cookie jar kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. They're, it's they're just quirky. Like the first mysteries. one is about someone who keeps killing and uh kidnapping chickens and things like that oh oh and so it's chickens okay i was like that's not cozy (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um yeah so they're uh that's there's still there's still romance in it though yeah is cletus on the spectrum that's implied but not like ever outright said kind of thing i would say well he's definitely high functioning yeah and as you spend more time with him, he's very, yeah, he, um, he's but He likes things very so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I liked like the silly string part. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I just he's, like it. It's messy. It gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's messy. It gets everywhere. And, and he had to pick out the perfect duct tape. And yeah, he's just, he's very, yeah. he's the best. I love, he's like our favorite. He's our favorite. I um, like his name is Cletus. Yes. Yeah. That's all. It makes it better. And his sausage and... Yeah, the whole joke. The yeah, joke but... about his sausage is a running joke through all the books. Oh, okay. In fact, when he... Because the gal he gets together with is a baker. And there's a whole thing about him putting his sausage in her pie. So there's a... <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're talking my language. <laughs> so, a lot of innuendos. I, I was curious because I saw on the back, Penny Reed is like a... Like some kind of science thing like she's like a chemical engineer or something yeah yeah biomedical researcher yeah so i just wonder if she'd ever written anything that was like way different i mean maybe under if if penny reed is a pen name maybe she's got a different name where she's posting other stuff but she does like her other series her chemistry series and her physics series those are hers are always like she's kind of always got like a a nerd bent to them in some mm-hmm. like she has the other one that we were thinking about having you guys read is um a one where this guy is super into ai and he's like an ai researcher and 
coming up with AI strategies and the girl is looking for ways to find the same pleasures out of, um, without having being in a relationship. So she goes to like a cuddle therapist and, um, it's a sex and it's a sex and city, knitting, knitting in the city, city series. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, but See, that sounds so kind of interesting. That sounds, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I'm just well, saying can, that, that sounds it. interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that was the other one we were thinking about having you guys read, but, um, okay. Dwayne, I think he's a for interesting first choice of the Winstons because, and one of the listeners said this too. Um, he's kind of the least. Well, I listened to a, where Penny Reed was being interviewed. And I think it's the one Chris Brinkley with probably. Chris Brinkley interviews her at the end of the audiobook. But um, he asked why she started with Dwayne. And she said, after the, the um, Beauty and the Mustache, which is Ashley's book from the other series, and she knew she wanted to write a series of the brothers in Tennessee. And everyone remembered all the brothers except Dwayne. Dwayne was the one that most people forgot. And so she wanted to start with Dwayne because he was the one that everybody seemed to forget about. And I think he's a good like entry into the world of the Winstons, you know. I guess, and, I guess if you have like a more subtle character, then you can learn more about Jessica, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true too. And you focus more on her. And I think it allows her more time to kind of spend introducing the series because you know she's got a lot of townspeople a lot and... of characters in this book to introduce yeah um you guys any thoughts on Dwayne that you want to say um i liked i i liked at the end that he was able to compromise that they were able to compromise yeah. and yeah um yeah that he was willing to change his whole life and um, I don't know he seemed just like a really nice guy yeah but those those ones yeah. are nice boys yeah Ryan any thoughts um no I mean I kind of I'm with you okay cool um and I think her world building for like Green Valley in in all the books always impresses me did this make you guys want to visit Green Valley, Tennessee? Not really. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, like a, a, a small town where most of the, where most of the, where like half the population are like outlaw bikers. Yeah. That sounds like a pass. <laughs> it's a little frightening. The bikers are frightening. However, it gets pretty cleaned up by the end of the series. Yes, it does. does That's it, like I, the whole arc of the series is taking care of the iron rates. Okay. Cleaning up town. Is Cleaning does town. it go does it go into like what they do, what what makes them so bad? It kinda like well, just mentions they do drugs. Right? Or do drugs something? and prostitution do do and, and stealing cars and I mean they Yeah, they've got the chop shop, they've got drugs, oh, right. they've okay. got yeah. okay. Is that not enough for you, Ryan? How, how no, I'm just curious, like how bad? How, I mean, how bad are these guys? Well, they get and <laughs> they get progressively more aggressive with the Winstons. Yes, okay. and they're terrible to women. I don't know if you got that. Yeah, so I got I got that part. Yeah, they're <laughs> terrible to women. Yeah, that's pretty um, realistic for biker gangs. I I'm, I think I would probably imagine yeah, I think so. so. Not yeah. that I've had a lot of you know interaction <laughs> with bikers, but. <laughs> What? Other than your dad Great and his gold wing. Bike or two. I was yeah. going to say that doesn't count. 
Um, he prefers the term cyclist. She's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she does such a good job. I think she makes the town like so tangible. Like you can taste the coleslaw mm-hmm. and hear the jam session and you know all these things. And um, I think her way of I kind of mentioned this, but like her way of setting a scene and describing an emotion and all these things makes it really relatable and easy point of access, which is not easy to do as a writer. Like, well, especially I don't know her if... describing, you know, like the fall foliage and yeah. everything that's yeah. going on. Uh, I think she does a really good job. Yeah. So I want to go to Green Valley. I know. I, 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 of course, I am a sucker for, for cozy settings um yeah and like smoky mountains right mm-hmm. yeah yeah totally we'll, we'll go, but we're not i've never been to that yeah. part of the country so. i yeah. haven't either but i haven't been to tennessee chris brinkley told us we could come visit and yeah he and he said he would show, show us around. us around so so we got an in well, there you oh go. well cool you guys can go chill out with chris <laughs> yes i will whoop do <laughs> um, um he wrote, wrote a, he wrote a rap about me <laughs> i heard that <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've we've made everybody dang he should okay. reach out to death you guys should reach out to death row records and see if you guys can get a, yes. uh, a label yeah contract um i have a th- question about i i prepared a question assuming that you are going to be much more angry about not liking this book um so but we've already kind of addressed it so i won't do it okay. dare you no <laughs> <laughs> I, it, mine was uh, you. The thing with romance is it's not an action movie. You get that right. There's not always going to be something big happening, which I know is a complaint of yours with this book. But I don't even think that is the case with this book. And sorry, they can't all have sandworms. Oh, there you go. So this wasn't a question. <laughs> yeah. this, was, this wasn't a, a question. From the script, <laughs> this is just a way to put Ryan down. Comeback. So, so you come on our podcast and Ellen just puts you down the whole time. So. Yeah, boom, roasted. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. That, um, yeah, that would have been cool, though, if they did put a sandworm. <laughs> just coming out of the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> that would have been a plot twist. Yeah, that would have been a plot twist and it would have had nothing to do with the story. Yeah. It would have been great. <laughs> the worst um what we usually talk about the conflict uh which is kind of like the end conflict this one they have kind of like the interpersonal conflict between them and settling you know like kristen said compromising on what they're gonna do with their lives um but then you also kind of have the big moment with the iron rates and things like that um any thoughts on that kind of i love and i know you guys can't talk about this but in all of these books the thing that I really enjoy is that like when they're going through something and they're struggling with something the brothers are always there to help support each other or Ashley if she's around she Mm -hmm. comes and goes but um the family is always there to support each other and um there's always seems to be the scene in a book where the brothers are all like what do you mean? Why can't you go away with her? Of course you can go away with her. Why would you think that you couldn't, you know? So there's always a scene like that in all these books where they all kind of talk sense into each other and it's pretty sweet. Yeah. I liked that too. They just all are really supportive of each other. Yeah. And I think even though they beat each other up, (laughs) just a bunch of good old boys, it's pretty realistic. 
I think uh, growing up with six brothers, with six brothers, I, I bet you beat each other up a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, in reality, they're really there for each other and supporting. Yeah, she does a good job of writing like their relationships within the family. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I had a question. I just forgot it. If it comes back to me, I'll bring it back up. Something about the ending. Brothers. Oh, does she? I mean, again, I guess spoiler alert, but does she, can, are you going to read more? Do you think? Another one? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, does she stay with Dwayne or does she like just pork this whole family? No, she stays with Dwayne. Yeah. I mean, does, okay. Does Jessica, right, I'm sure. does Jessica stay with Dwayne? You obviously yes. haven't read enough romance. <laughs> totally in love with him. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I was just checking. Well, because of there's so many different books i wasn't sure if like eventually something happens they all have different each book is about a different brother with a different love interest yeah in fact the last book okay i wasn't sure if something happened a romance series a romance series is just kids around i wasn't sure a romance series is usually about a different couple each time and so when you're starting like especially in a first book in a series mom and i you know we like to play like the well he's getting his own book and she's getting her own book and those two are obviously going to end up together and okay that's i wasn't sure if there was some kind of crazy thing that happened where it's like i don't know where the last book in the series is they all go to italy to stay with Dwayne and jessica because jessica is having a baby so in italy and they've got a villa in Italy. Italy where they all go and stay. And they're all there with all their wives and, and all their kids. Is... And, and the last okay. book is about Billy, the brother Billy. And he gets together with Claire. Oh. With Claire. Is in this and they have a lot of history. They Billy do have a lot of Claire. history. And it's magic. In fact, there's okay. kind of like a, a prequel book to that book that is about Billy and Claire when they're children. When they were in high school. When they're, yeah, when they're younger. But, um, so that's anyway. when goes to Italy. Yeah. yeah. Did you have um, to learn Italian? They said that. Okay. Yeah. Did you read the end of the book? I read the end of the book. Okay. <laughs> well, he said. Well, he listened to it really. He said to that he wanted to go to Italy. That's like the first place that they're going to go. because oh, okay. yeah, he Ferraris, right? And yeah, he, he even bought Rosetta Stone. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. To learn Italian. That's right. Okay. Well, they okay. travel around quite a bit, but then they end up in Italy, and so that's where she has her baby. So all the family goes to Italy to be with them when they have their baby. Okay. That's the culmination of the series. Bene, bene, bene. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is the part of the show where I say, let's talk about sex, baby. Uh-huh. Kind of did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, we kind of scarred already for life. Yeah. <laughs> We've already talked about sex. Maybe. You're scarred? I'm scarred? I'm not scarred. Yeah, okay. Ryan, if you want to read like an actual book that gets down and dirty oh. with the sex scenes, I can point you in the right direction. I'm okay. Mom can't. Definitely that billionaire book. <laughs> that call girl. If you want yeah, to read. I know there's one. <laughs> the Zuckerberg call girl. Chapter 11. Oh, yes. Chapter 11 in the hookup. That is. <laughs> wow. Good memory, Good Kristen. Memory, Kristen. <laughs> uh, well, I heard about it a lot. <laughs> Greg had to read it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our family's it. different than most families. Yeah, <laughs> I think we can safely say. <laughs> um, I will always, even though 
it's questionable morally. I will always love that backstage moment. And just the fact that that is how this book opens is with them having a major growth. Well, that and the, um, and the skinny dipping. Yeah, the skinny dipping. You awesome. gotta appreciate those things. <clears throat> it just kind of reminded me of that scene from Revenge of the Nerds where he's dressed like Darth Vader and he gets with the cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Ryan. Yeah. Just like yeah that. But it's cringy in that one. And she also, <laughs> she also liked that. Yeah, she's also into it. She also and she changes and wants to be with him. However, this one he call he stops because he doesn't want to go any further with her not knowing who he was. So, yeah, <laughs> Ryan's Ryan, stop it, Ryan. <laughs> Okay, this is now the part where I ask what everybody's swooniest moment was oh. of the book. Oh, geez, Oof. I forgot about that swooniest yeah. moment of the book. I have mine. Do you well, want me to you go? go first? Or Kristen, do you have yours? I don't want to steal I somebody's. Think, I honestly think just at the very end that um, when they just were like cuddling up together at the cabin and she says that Dwayne is her home. Yeah. I thought that was so sweet. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> anybody else you go okay mine is when he shows up with flowers for her mama oh that was good and like on Mm -hmm. their first date and he like wants to do it right and really just all of his like trying to actually full-blown like court Court her her. and Mm -hmm. stuff like that i just thought was was sweet um i thought it was pretty sweet when he showed up with a mustang for her (laughs) yeah yeah that's nice too I love the uh, I love their their um, interactions with Jackson. I was gonna say <laughs> it's not really swoony, but I do think it's a sweet moment when she has that conversation with her brother, and she says, "Forget for a moment that you know you're my brother, and, and that Dwayne Tina is my our cousin, and that you think Dwayne is a jackass." <laughs> like, and you know, they yeah. have that kind of conversation. I thought that was sweet. Okay, Ryan, I, well, I was <laughs> I was going to say also the end where um, where he takes her up to like the cabin, like surprises her, like we're gonna stop by the cabin kind of thing. That's like their little romantic getaway kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think I actually agreed with you. I did like you know I, ignoring the first chapter, obviously. Um, I did like uh, how he how he was like that, like trying to be a gentleman kind of thing. Yeah, he's like the kind of guy that holds the car door open for the girl, and that's I think is cool. Yeah, and respectable. <laughs> he would like look at the door and be mad at the door for letting her out before he got around to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, now we're going to read what some of the listeners thought. Um, so first, Jessica says, "Can't wait to hear what Ryan thinks." I will say this isn't my favorite in this series, but it is still great. So hopefully, it's a fun combo, and we don't have to disown Ryan. So. <laughs> I'm gonna be banished from the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, um, you got I will blocked. Say, I will say this is not my favorite in the series, but I will also say that I do love this series, and this one so. might even be like somewhat low on my list i don't know i don't have like a least favorite but um but there are definitely books in the series that we are higher above this one 
Um, Cassie says, I think Penny Reed's writing can be polarizing. I know she's a favorite of the podcast, but she has a very particular style of writing that isn't for everyone. Hopefully Ryan and Kristen won't give up on all romance based on this book alone. Here are my thoughts on Truth or Beard. I think I enjoyed this book even more as a reread. Truth or Beard is tied with Beard Science as my favorite in the series. I'm pretty sure they're my favorites because Jessica and Jen Sylvester are my favorite heroines in the series. I loved reading this again, knowing everything that's going to happen to all the other characters. Also, I always appreciate a story with a hero who pines for the heroine for a while before they get together. Dwayne was such a sweetheart. I think the biggest thing that stands out to me after reading, having read this whole series is that I appreciate the realistic depiction of a motorcycle club. Based on personal experience, Penny's iron, uh, Penny Reed's iron rates are the truest portrayal of all the people who are involved in motorcycle clubs. I can never get into romance books where the hero is in a motorcycle club unless he's trying to get out. Uh, the Iron Wraiths make good villains in this series. Can't wait to hear the family debate about this book. <laughs> I think we kept it fairly civilized. I think we did. Yeah, I think we did okay. The, um, I will agree with her in that rereading the book after having finished the series, and there's so many things that I go, oh, like when they go to the cabin and you you know why the cabin is there and why it was built. Oh my gosh, built. yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, yeah. we're not going to tell you guys all the spoilers, but um it's really sweet there's just all kinds of little things that happen and i'd say oh because you know how all the story plays out and um here you're just seeing the very budding beginnings of all that stuff yeah that's true um natalie says truth or beard was the very first penny reed book i read it's not my favorite in the series but i still love it i felt like the conflict between jess and Dwayne was believable and i appreciated that there seemed to be a lot of honesty between them in the hands of another author i could easily see this book going down the route of jess giving up her dream or developing a new dream and staying with Dwayne. but i am so thankful that, that penny didn't do that here it was refreshing and honestly one of the reasons i immediately jumped into the rest of the series also sexy gandalf had me laughing out loud I think that's a good point that I think a lot of other romance authors would have just said like, well, she finds her happy, you know, she finds her home in Dwayne. And so she's happy just staying home. And it's like, no, she wants to have, no, why should she have have to give up her dream? Mm -hmm. The, um, yeah. Cynthia says, this is my favorite of the Winston brothers books. The first chapter is everything. I could reread that chapter over and over and still love it as much as I did the first time. The anticipation of what is coming still gets me hot and bothered to this day. So sexy and dreamy and funny. I love Dwayne and I love Jessica. I love his grumpiness and surliness, his devotion to Jess and even his misplaced sense of nobility. And I love how Jess is so honest and straightforward and doesn't play with his emotions. I loved this introduction to the series, unless you consider Beauty and the Mustache the introduction. But this is the book here. We really get to know and fall in love with them. Love, love, love. I think this is my first Penny Reed that I read too. This was my first as well. Yeah, I think, yes. Mine too. <laughs> uh, Catherine says, here's my opinion. Identical twins look the same. It's a human size. It's a human mistake if you confuse them. Just don't be a jerk about it. I have probably the unpopular opinion that my favorite Penny Reed books are the Knitting in the City series. I hope they don't hate the book talking about you guys uh if they do remind them we weren't able to give them a personalized recommendation because their tastes are so different yeah yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) this will be the second contemporary for both of them but romance does have fantasy sci-fi and paranormal subgenres see i don't think i'd want that to be honest 
I was thinking maybe like, um, we were thinking paranormal and then we thought not paranormal, but like maybe a suspense, like a romance suspense, romantic suspense would be good for you guys where it's got a little mystery. I do like thrillers. Yeah. Or even like the Riley Thorne, they might've liked. Oh, that was really fun. Yeah. It was kind of like a fun mystery. Um, Elizabeth said, this is my first ever Penny Reed book, so Truth or Beard holds a special place in my heart. I decided to listen to the audiobook for the reread, and it did not disappoint. Winky face. I loved it. The first chapter alone was amazing. Best first chapter ever. It gripped me straight away. I loved Jessica. I loved Dwayne. I loved their story. Jess was a firecracker, and Dwayne was a daredevil with a heart of gold. What I didn't like was their lack of communication. If Dwayne had just talked to Jess earlier and told her what he was going through, it would have worked out so much better, and I hated how Jess told him she loved him and he just let her hanging not cool also always tell cletus everything Dwayne. he has a solution <laughs> to everything Dwayne and jess are one of my favorite couples of the series behind Bo and shelly and cletus and jen and i'm excited to hear what y'all think also i just wanted to add that i hated jackson james in this book so i'm excited how penny is going to make me like him in her upcoming book next year she has a bit of a challenge on her hands with him yeah i also hated that guy <laughs> she's starting a new series with um that's also set in green valley but it um is kind of like people other than the winstons that you've gotten to know so the first book is going to be jackson james he yeah i, I did not more annoying him. i thought he was more annoying in other books than he was in this yeah book. that's also true oh. he's this really annoying way, in Cletus. his way of like it's like he's her brother but he's acting like he's her dad when she's 14 yeah. like talking to her about like no, no no woman should blah 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 it's just like Dude, chill out. She's a oh, freaking you think, adult. You think he's bad, or Jen's brother in her, her yeah. book, he gets more like that even than Jackson does. Um, Amy says, it's a Penny Reed book. Enough said. But seriously, I'm looking forward to hearing what Ryan and Kristen think about it. Heather says, I know not everyone loves the same books and authors I do, so I shall keep this in mind because I warned them that you guys might not love it as much as we wanted you to <laughs> uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and she said lol i have the, have them read cletus's book only because i love it um shannon says i will likely be in the minority here but it was just a lukewarm like for me i really wanted to love this book and it sure gets hot it sure starts off hot and heavy but the constant stop and start between Dwayne and Jess made it really hard to keep rooting for these two over and over again. And the added plot twist with Aunt Louisa was just a weird addition to the book. Uh, I didn't hate the book, and I'm intrigued enough to want to try reading other books in this series, like the one with Claire. She is a badass. Yes, Shannon, oh, keep yes. reading. Yes, keep reading. Read the whole series. Yes. It's so good. Oh, sorry if we spoiled stuff. Sorry. Yeah, skip over stuff, Shannon. Um. Lori says, so I loved this book the first time I read it, but I remember wondering at the time, why did Penny Reed start the series with Dwayne? He seemed like the least dynamic of the brothers, but this story sucked me in back then. And after reading all the books and coming back around for a reread for the podcast, I wonder how I could ever have questioned it. Uh, having the knowledge of the whole series for context, I love the story so much more than I did the first time I read it. And like I said, I loved it plenty the first time. Jessica is a delight. She's smart and confident and quirky and... Once she decides she's doing this thing with Dwayne, she is all in. Dwayne is a surly grump, but the way he is so completely gone for Jess is just so good. The line where he says, I had an odd thought just then that I should only ever whisper her name and that she should always be close enough to hear it. 
I mean, those are the thoughts of the most hopeless of romantics. Who would have thought that romantic would, would also happen to be a big old cranky pants like Dwayne Winston? The story really is a bit bonkers. There's a lot going on besides simple romance with a neat and tidy HEA. But that's part of what I love about this world Penny Reed has built. Sure, this book works as a standalone and is officially the first in the series, but the groundwork she lays here is nothing short of masterful. It was lots of fun to revisit Dwayne and Jess's story, and I have an even deeper appreciation for this particular grumpy hero, his wacky and wonderful family, and all the other inhabitants of Green Valley, Tennessee. And then finally, Carla says, this was my first Penny Reed book as well. I wanted to see what the big fuss was about the Winston brothers was. I was not disappointed. I liked Surly Dwayne and his grumpy personality. I liked Jess as a heroine because she's strong, funny, and smart. I enjoy the relationship development because there's the eye-opening conversation between Jess and Claire, my fave after Jen Sylvester, when Jess realizes she has noticed everything about Dwayne and she doesn't really know Bo that well. My favorite part was when Dwayne tells Bo and Cletus about how he doesn't want to hold Jess back and they're like, so what's the problem, dummy? Go with her. I think that's my kind of cheese, lol. I wish it was that simple in real life on the downside i didn't care that much for the mc at the moment because once you find out about repo being jessica's dad that's it i don't think it was ever mentioned again and also the whole now you're insanely rich because your aunt mom left you everything was a bit of a stretch for me um so yeah i can i can see that um and it they do kind of touch on the repo and jessica thing in future books yeah when when Bo and Jessica actually leave for Italy. For Italy. Yeah, it, it gets mentioned some more. Repo shows up again. Um, final thoughts on Truth or Beard? You know, <laughs> I don't, <clears throat> again. Will we I ever be able to get you guys to read a romance again? I would. Because I, I, as far as romance books go like I did I liked it I just don't know if it's the a genre that I'd want to read all the time yeah but I thought it was fun to read for it's something I would read here and there yeah I think if we have Kristen on again we need to do romantic suspense okay so there you go good call I think that would be more up her alley I know that I'm big into like the epic fantasy sci-fi stuff but i don't think i would want to read a, a romance book that has have him read one of those alien ones yeah you sci-fi. want to read an ice planet no. barbarians book? <laughs> no. you know those are pretty, those are pretty yeah those are spicy are they is it like the bigfoot erotica have you ever heard of bigfoot erotica yes ryan please i'm in okay. rome i'm in the romance community <laughs> i have not but i'm sure it exists okay. i am not uh, surprised you, you tell you what tell you what Maybe I will step into the supernatural <laughs> if we can read some Bigfoot erotica. <laughs> that would actually really be just, a funny episode. Yeah, that, would be a good, that would be a good episode. Um, but I'm not going to have that on yet. You know what they say, I, I big feet, big feet, big, yeah, galoshes. Big, yeah, <laughs> big, big grainy video footage. Big feet. That, um, yeah. You get me a, you get a, if we get some, uh, some, uh, what's it there's called? Also some the, Bigfoot like, erotica. There's like dinosaur erotica. Um, dinosaur there's also, erotica. what? Yeah. That's and the ones that we read are about big blue aliens who have like tails and horns and 
I have this spur. That I do is... not want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, you would love it. <clears throat> now I really want Kristen to read one. Okay, I take back everything I said. <laughs> that would be fun well, to to read, like a completely bonkers bananas book with you guys and have like like the B movie equivalent of romance. Yeah, yes. books. like the mystery yeah. science theater version of romance. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I would do. I actually, I think that would be kind of fun. Okay. Well, we'll we'll pencil you in for... So listeners, let's hear your opinions of your favorite Bigfoot erotica. (laughs) Bigfoot erotica. Just write in. I know that you guys all read a lot of that, so... uh, Yeah. Yeah. In the misty mountains of the Pacific Northwest, there lies a man. (laughs) And And he is hung. Um, (laughs) Seldom seen. They said he was hung. (laughs) Um, We obviously, we love Penny Reed. Maybe someday we'll have a reading list that does not have a Penny Reed book on it. Um, but this was not that reading list. Um, but I will always hold the Winstons deep in my heart. Um, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Truth or Beard by Penny Reed. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are at Not Your Mom's Rom, or you can email us at Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On October 19th, we will be discussing An Extraordinary Union by Alyssa Cole. For now, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be testing Ryan and Kristen's marriage. What? Stay with us. Oh, gosh. I'm Sarah Wendell from smart podcast Trashy Books, part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Smart Podcast is a weekly show that focuses on romance fiction, the nifty folks who read it and write it, and always on what we're reading and recommending and want to tell you about. We could be an expensive podcast to listen to, but we promise great book recommendations and conversations every week. You can find new episodes every Friday, and you can find Smart Podcast Trashy Books on your favorite podcast app. Welcome back. We've had both Ryan and Kristen on before, and we've when we've had both of them on, we've gotten to know how they met and fell in love and got married and all that stuff, and it's so fun. Um, but this time, we, you know, we have both of them on together, so we're going to do a little quiz and find out how well they really know each other in a game we're calling the newly been wed for eight years game. <laughs> <laughs> So, for this to work, I'm going to first ask Kristen to step outside of the room so that we can ask Ryan some questions about Kristen. All right, we have just Ryan here with us. So, Ryan, first question. Who said, I love you first? Kristen's going to hate that this is my answer, but she, she technically did say it first. Okay. But I kind of, I kind of. Um, made her say it first. (laughs) (laughs) You made her. (laughs) Okay. Um, What is the thing that Kristen is most likely to end up in jail for? (laughs) Um, Public urination. (laughs) I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) 
was gonna love that. Yeah. Um, what is the first movie you guys saw together? Like in theaters or just watched just together? Just watched can work. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Okay. Oh, excellent choice. That is an excellent choice. Um, Thank you. And if Kristen could only eat one food for the rest of her life, what would it be? Uh, in and out Burgers, probably. Okay. All right. Go ahead and tell Kristen she can come back in the room. Okay. All right. Welcome back, Kristen. Um, so we asked Ryan a few questions, and we're going to see uh, if, he got, if he got them right. Um, so, Kristen... Who said I love you first? Say you it. did. No. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did, and then you took it back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> nice, I Ryan. just had so many emotions. <laughs> so there's obviously, like, a deeper story here uh, that we won't make you guys get into. But... I didn't say. I didn't say. I love you. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan told us that this was going to be a contentious answer, uh, but that is not what he said. He said that. Well, and then said it first. when, well, because he like forced me to. <laughs> yeah, that's what, he said. that's what he said. So I'm right with the answer. I got the answer. Right. <laughs> but I meant it. So. <laughs> no there was so when she was when when what (laughs) okay yeah so when she was um like going off to school i mean i don't know how much of the art story you guys shared last time you were on but um but when we were doing like the long distance thing and she was at school and i was stuck at home and and (laughs) trying northern california yeah well well i was yeah i was like head over heels for her obviously and um so when (laughs) i was i know we know i was making oh yeah i was there yeah um and so she was uh yeah there was one time where i um i said i don't think i said i love you did i say i love you i don't think i did i think i love you and i said I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you cut out. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> Started crinkling a, a plastic wrapper in my face. What? I can't what? hear you. What? 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 That doesn't work unless you're on the phone, Kristen. Um, I, no, I, I, thought, I thought I said, I think I'm falling for you. Or something okay. like that. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I but did. But then you just were like, I don't know. I, I don't I know. Just, just kidding. I mean, you, well, yeah. Then you know. look shitty. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was totally at one of those moments. So then I. That's think, a line from a movie. I need to say. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. After that, I think though you were like determined not to say it until I said. Yeah, it. I was like, "Oof, won't make that mistake again." <laughs> <laughs> not that gonna do that one again. not fun that was a close <laughs> one <laughs> so we're gonna miss sorry uh, no it's fine it no. hadn't been that long That's it really hadn't been yeah. and and i um i was kind of um ryan was like know. pretty on board like basically from your first yeah. date like yeah or even I mean, before then <laughs> yeah 
I mean, I was, yeah, I was totally, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I thought Kristen was just the prettiest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> I is, still do. Yeah, she's a pretty girl. <laughs> Especially right now, she looks like Yeah, I feel like In one of my IT t-shirts. And <laughs> so proud. I love it. You should be proud of that belly. Yeah. Okay, Kristen. Yes. Um, what did Ryan say is the thing that you're most likely to end up in jail for? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, aggravated assault. <laughs> <laughs> like stealing clothes. Holy shit, Kristen. <laughs> That's not what I said. Oh, that is okay. not what Ryan said. Ryan said public urination. <laughs> oh, well, this girl forgot that was a crime. That happened just yesterday. So. Oh, that is a funny story. <laughs> that happened just yesterday. We were walking. Do you want to tell that story? You want me to tell it? Oh, we were walking we were to Walmart. Tell it. Oh, okay. <laughs> can, I, can I tell it? Yeah. Okay. I can edit it out if you want me to. I don't care. Okay. I, you know. I'm big pregnant. She's big pregnant. She's already got a, a fragile bladder. Yeah. And so we were, we walked, we walked to Walmart because we were going to make Halloween cupcakes uh, with, with our, with our little girl. And we were walking back and we, we jaywalked, which is not, you know, whatever. It was, there were, there was, it was, we had time, but so we were going across. Not I was, time. I was carrying, <laughs> yeah, I was carrying our daughter and um, some cars started coming up. And I was like, come on, Kristen, let's go. And she was doing like the, like the pregnant lady run where she was like, had her butt sticking out and like really swinging her arms around. And um, I was trying my hardest. <laughs> and so when I, when I yelled that at her though, when I, <laughs> when, I, when I shouted at her like a dog, <laughs> like heal Kristen, she was like, she couldn't hold it. And she started peeing in the middle. Like, well, in the, I started laughing. I started oh, laughing. So, and she couldn't. And so she was like clenching her crotch and trying to get across the street before she got hit by a car. And then we got into our neighborhood and she was, she just started peeing on the sidewalk. And it was, and then she like quickly jumped into one of our neighbor's front lawns and she was like squatting there and just peeing in their lawn. And then we had to walk all the way back and she had wet underwear and there was just like wet shoes. For the listeners at home, even before pregnancy, yeah, uh, even before pregnancy, Crystal had a fragile bladder. Kristen had a fragile bladder. Yeah, Um, mostly just when it comes to laughing. Yeah, because I have some funny memories of cracking up laughing and Kristen loses it. Um, yeah, it's kind of a bridesmaid scenario where she's in the middle of the street saying, "This is happening. Told, this is happening." It, yeah, it, it I really was. Stop it. Yeah, it really was. And Emmy, <laughs> yeah, even Emmy was like, I, she said something. Well, she was like, "Just go in the bushes, mom." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're embarrassing me. <laughs> yeah. You're three-year-old. Like, yeah, you're no three-year-old. Your three-year-old is telling you how to go potty. <laughs> I do oh. some laundry last night. <laughs> Wash Stop. some shoes. It's all taken care of. <laughs> okay, Kristen, what is the first movie that you guys watched together? Either or in theaters or at home. Oh, no, just, it could be in theaters or at home. 
You're right about theaters, though. Bridesmaids was the first one we saw in theaters. <laughs> we what movie did we watch at home, Kristen? Oh, 500 Days of Summer? No, we made out through 500 Days of Summer. Like, <laughs> I know. We've, I've sat through that movie, but I've never watched it. Okay. Um, we watched a movie together. Yes, we did. It's starring Michael oh. Sarah. It's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> okay, Kristen. And then what did Ryan say for this question? If Kristen could only eat one food for the rest of her life, what would it be? Mashed potatoes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate. Nope. Nope. Keep guessing. Ice cream. <laughs> Strike three. Uh, Ryan said In and Out burgers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said cheeseburgers. Yeah. 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 Or cheeseburgers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Obviously, I have a very healthy so, diet. You guys, you guys did okay there. You did okay. Yeah. Okay. So we will now yeah, ask like, Ryan like to step bowls. It was, out of. Yeah. We will now ask Ryan to step out of the room, and uh, I'm going to ask Kristen some questions about him. All right, Kristen. So, who is Ryan's celebrity crush? Oh, well, it's it changes. <laughs> who do you um, think he'll say? Um. Well, I know for a long time he really liked Scarlett Johansson, but then he really got into What's her name? Alicia. Alicia. Yeah. Yeah. Alicia Van Yeah. Are you going to go with her? Yeah, I'll go with her. Okay. Um, what is Ryan's weirdest quirk? How much time do you have? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, that you can say to the public i'm trying to think his weirdest one is <laughs> how many to choose from how do you rank them right well and also think like what he would say yeah that's what i'm trying to think about i mean i guess like can i say like what he's does it count to say what he's into like some of his sure. i don't know like if dating. that's a quirk or not yeah like all that kind of stuff i want Paint, i feel like he little trees <laughs> i feel like maybe he would say that okay and then uh what are you most likely to argue about um him forgetting things <laughs> that i <laughs> that i've told him okay oh, it doesn't get easier it gets worse as they get older <laughs> And then, what is Ryan's most prized possession or the item that he'd save in a, a fire apart from you and, you know, your children? Um, probably right now, his Dune book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where yeah, did I go wrong? Yeah. Um, okay. Forget the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Dune. Dune. Dune is his Dune. Bible. Yeah. Is that your fight? You're going to go with that answer? Yeah. Okay. And he probably will say it because he talks about that all the time. All the time. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Kay. and You can come back in. 
All right, we've welcomed back. We have brought Ryan back into the room. Ryan, who is your celebrity crush? Um, Alicia Vikander. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yes. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. She got that one right. Um, she hasn't been anything recently. I don't know why. Yeah. She was in like, She's for like a Michael year. She's been in Michael Fassbender. She's been in her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, well, I mean. You know, props to her. The role of lifetime, really. Work if you can get it. Yeah. Um, okay. What did Kristen say is your weirdest quirk? Um, quirk as in like something... Like she a mannerism, did something or? that you do, something you're into. Yeah, I'm just weird. trying to think of something you would say. Oh, I um, I I play D and D. Yes, <laughs> I wouldn't say you just play it and paint little trees. You get really into it. <laughs> okay, I get really into D and D. Okay, um, what are you guys the most likely to argue about? <laughs> uh, me forgetting. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Okay, am I cool? Am I winning this game? So <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, does it, Ryan? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I've that I've told you. What? Not oh, things that you like told me. Forgetting. Oh, <laughs> just <like> forgetting anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, things you told me. Yeah, no, I am. I am kind of. I'm pretty forgetful. Yeah, that's a. It's a male family trait in our family. I think. Yes. Um, yes, it is. Cool. It's a cool trait. <laughs> <laughs> it's your weirdest. It's your weirdest quirk. Um, and then finally, what is your most prized possession or the item that you'd save in a fire apart from Kristen and your daughter and any future children you might have? Oh uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder what you said. Uh, maybe like my my fly fishing gear. Oh no, it's not what I said. What did you say? She said something. Yeah, my tube. Your, your dune book. Your, your dune. Book. Oh, my dune book. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is a special edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I just had this image of. Kristen and Emmy sitting on the fire out in the front lawn of the burning house, and I'm like, "Wait, just be right, I'll be right back." <laughs> I have to get. I gotta get my tube. <laughs> I run inside <laughs> with ashy tears rolling down my cheek. <laughs> Where are you, dude? <laughs> I can't quit you, dude. Why? <laughs> oh boy. Um. Okay, so yeah. you guys did like pretty good. I Chris, think you Kristen got- did better than Ryan. Yeah. Well, she did? No. no, Ryan got, Ryan did better than Kristen did. Yeah. Kristen was better at answering questions and, but Ryan was better at matching. The second mm-hmm. half you did better than the first half. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> whoever so whoever that sense. means wins. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all had fun and that's all that it was, matters. It was a joyous time. Um, all right, Ryan, Kristen, thanks so much for coming on. And well, thanks for having us. Reading a book. You guys were delightful. It, always. It was just fun to hang out with you guys, as always. Um, all right. 
thanks to you so much for joining us. Again, if you would like to join us on October 19th for our discussion of An Extraordinary Union by Alyssa Cole, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at NotYourMomsWrong or on Facebook for Goodreads or email us at NotYourMomsRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love to read them. All right. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Ellen. Thanks, Ryan and Kristen. Hey, you're welcome. Yes. All right. That was fun. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.